You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. I am Seth Peterson. I am Debbie Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Doris Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webster. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is animal expert... Barry Siebold. Here to answer your medical questions and your behavior questions at 844-287-2876. That's 844-287-2876. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Mr. Zach Buden at America's Talk Radio Network, and he'll put you on the line with us. The show is produced in-house by the lovely and talented Miss Lexi Lapp. Hello. Hi, Lexi. Hey. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. We have a special guest joining us in this hour. His name is Richard Pope. He is actually with Bright Haven. It's a nonprofit animal sanctuary for the uh, older pets out there. And we're going to be talking and finding out a little bit about Bright Haven. But the show is brought to you in part by Earth Friendly Natural Pet, the number one stain and odor remover in the country. That is Earth Friendly. But once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Sewell. And I'm Lexi Lapp. And this is... Talking Pets. Just a small town girl Living in a lonely world She took the midnight train going Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Siebel. And I'm Lexi Lapp. We welcome your calls and questions at 844-287-2876. That's 844-287-2876. I want to welcome onto the program right now the executive director for Brighthaven. It's a nonprofit animal sanctuary, Mr. Richard Pope. Hey, Richard, how you doing? Welcome to Talking Pets. Thank you very much. I'm doing very well, and um, good afternoon to you and all your listeners as well. I want to introduce you to Barry Siebold and Lexi Lapp. How's it going? Hey. Good. And, of course, all of America. Now, I want to find out, I'm not familiar, of course, and I don't think Barry is, and Lexi's not as well, but and, and probably a lot of people out there are not familiar with Bright Haven. Um, it is an, an animal sanctuary, and where is it located, Richard? It's located in Northern California, um, just about 40 miles uh, north of the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. Ah, so now we know where to go visit when we go to San Francisco. Absolutely. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the organization Brighthaven. Um, how old is, is the organization? Well, um, we started in 1990 in um, Southern California, so we're about 24 years old now. Wow. And um, we started out as an organization called Cats of People 2. Um, 
we became a non-profit, a 501c3, and started rescuing as many animals as uh, we could. And then we realized that there was a part of the population that was uh, not being looked after, and that was the older and disabled. And since we've started, uh, we've rescued directly over 5,000 animals and indirectly probably saved another 5,000 animals. I noticed from your voice that you've got a little bit of a, um accent. Where are you from? Yes, I'm from Texas. From where? Texas. Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I know. I, I can tell. I was going to say, wow. It's nice to know. Really? You're, it's nice to know you can joke around, though. So that's cool. So no, I'm from I'm from London. Yeah, London originally. Yeah, but I came here 26 years ago. Wow, it's funny because we just had actually right, Lexi. Last week in this hour, we had um, a woman on live uh, from, from London. From mm-hmm. London. Yeah. Oh, so great! It must be the London hour all of a sudden. It must be. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's uh, that's great. Now, Gail is Gail Pope is your wife, I take it. Yes, she's the president and the real hub and the uh, the real guru of uh, Brighthaven, um, and I support and have been uh, supporting for all this time. But she's the she's the genius behind it. Now, with Brighthaven, uh, the animal sanctuary. Now, you guys are running it. You and Gail, your wife, yep. and I understand that you won the Jefferson Award for public service. What is that? Yes, we did. There's a, a thing that um, actually CBS Television, through their affiliate in San Francisco, run. And um, every month they award a non-profit organization or an organization that's doing exceptional um, public service, what they call the Jefferson Award. And we were uh, featured on the television there on um, CBS um, in the evening and went to an award ceremony in San Francisco to get awarded the Jefferson Award. And I think it's a nationwide um, uh, award and initiative. And this is the thing that I like about Bright Haven, because you said it just earlier, was it's a very unique nonprofit organization because you actually serve senior, sick, and disabled animals. That's so do you, right. do you go to, like, shelters, or do shelters contact you to say, um, you know, I've got this animal that's going to be euthanized. Can you take them? Is that what happens? Yeah. How, how does it come about? Yes, I mean, there's owners come and say, you know, look, we don't, we really don't want to go the uh, euthanasia route. Um, can you help us? And we can help them in a couple of ways. We can either, Gail does consultations and talk to them through the hospice situation, or we can take them and we have a, um, a well set up and organized hospice protocol where we look after the animals and they're allowed to either pass naturally or if they need to, um, you know, if they're in pain or they're suffering, they will be euthanized. But they come from shelters. You get, you know, shelter, people who are working in shelters who see an animal that's going to be euthanized and they believe this animal has still got some life in his eyes and wants to hang on to life and be part of a family, and they'll come to us as well. There's, there's no difficulty in getting animals. <laughs> no, I, I would imagine not. Right. And the, the, the other thing, too, is um, we put on our website at TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N, Pets.com, TalkinPets.com, there's information about Bright Haven on there in our news section. And if you want to watch everybody listening out there a video, you can actually watch the video on our homepage as well. And you'll actually see Richard, because, Richard, you're in that video. So um, we have that posted on our website at TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N, Pets.com, so you can all check that out. And it'll lead you to their website. But w- directly, what is your website, Richard? It's um, uh, www.brighthaven.org. 
Are you adding more W's on there, Richard? <laughs> yeah, I think so, just in case I got more. Are you having your spot of tea a little early in the day? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's, it's cocktail hour in England. Yeah, there you go. And I heard about you people with those crumpets. You put that extra stuff in there. It's kind of That's legal in right, some states absolutely. now. <laughs> just kidding. I oh, know, we're busted. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the organization again, Brighthaven. It's uh, you guys served over five thousand so far, right? You well, that's directly and then indirectly through our rescue program. We have a prolific rescue program and education program where we do seminars and we interact with the community um, and children and and disabled people as well. Um, and they've all got animals, and so we've probably saved another five to ten thousand animals indirectly as well because we have an enormous network that can stretch out and can find homes for animals. What made you want to start Brighthaven? Well, I would be, I'd been in business, I'd been in the corporate world, and I'd been, re, and, you know, I didn't make a fortune, but I'd been reasonably successful. Um, and so, and Gail had been in, been in the airline industry, we'd traveled the world, and we felt, we'd always loved animals, and we felt it was time to give back. Um, I didn't realize how much we would be giving back. Um, nearly everything. So, but you know, it's worth it when you save an animal or you see that light in an animal's eyes that looks up to you. Um, it's worth the hard work and it's worth the financial contribution to them as well. Well, again, if you want to find out more information, you can go on to talkinpets.com, T A L K I N pets.com. You can watch the video with Richard Pope there, the executive director for Brighthaven on our homepage, and also there's a news section there. And if you go on to the news section, you'll see a press release uh, that tells you a little bit more about uh, Brighthaven. So check that out at TalkinPets.com. And again, um, we're going to be right back with Richard Pope, the executive director of Brighthaven Animals. It's the Brighthaven Animal Sanctuary. I want to find out a little bit about the care that's given to these older animals there at Brighthaven, and I understand you take a holistic approach, and we'll talk a little bit about that when we return. We're speaking with Richard Pope. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Sewell. And I'm Lexi Lapp. Give us a call. The number is 844-287-2876. You can talk That's to me. That's 844-287-ATRN. Once again, pick up the phone, give us a call. You're listening to Talking Pets. And don't forget, on our website, you can join us on Facebook and Twitter. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back, right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. It's dinner time in America, where more pet parents trust PetSmart for natural and expert recommended foods than any place else. And now, we've added more than 100 new varieties to our already wide selection of your favorite brands, like Simply Nourish, Authority, Wellness, Science Diet, and more. Do what's best for your pet. At PetSmart, happiness in store. Go to PetSmartDeal.com to find out this week's coupon code and save up to 30% on food, treats, toys, and more. And get free shipping on orders of $49. Go to PetSmartDeal.com. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Siebel. And I'm Lexi Lapp. And I'm Zach Buden. We welcome your calls and questions at 844-287-2876. That's 844-287-2876. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Mr. Zach, and he'll put you on the line with us. Aren't I cute? You'll do. Am I cute? I don't know. Is he cute, Barry? I don't know. I've never met him. You, you will. Lexi, you work with him now at the network, at America's Talk Radio Network. He's super cute. Yay! Cute? <laughs> don't get any ideas, Zach. No, none whatsoever. <laughs> All right. Well, we're speaking with the executive director, Richard Pope. He is with, of course, the uh, organization is called Bright Haven. It's an animal sanctuary out of California. Their website is brighthaven.org. If you want to email them, you can do so at info at brighthaven.org. And um, is that the best way, actually, Richard, for people to get a hold of the organization? Because you survive and you take care of these older geriatric animals um, and sickened animals, basically, by donations. Yes, that's right. So you can go to the website and there's a certainly a donate button on the website but you can um, you can go to you can email at info um, you can call us um, on the phone which is 707 578 4800 and um, so there's many ways of getting to us and helping these animals so if you want to help them out it is a nonprofit organization so that means it's a charity and you can uh, write it off at the end of the year you can give them right. a call at 707 578 4800 or you can go to brighthaven.org is their website uh right. richard what is onion head onion head is a collaboration they're, they're a group who actually um uh we got in or well, actually they got in touch with us they wanted to do they wanted to help um the animals they the, the stories we had and the animals that they saw touch them so they're doing some marketing and they put together an indiegogo campaign for us and are doing some marketing to try and get the word out about Brighthaven. And there's an Indiegogo campaign, um, which we're running at the moment, which we're trying to get donations for um, to carry on this work. And where do they go for that? Can you check it's, that out? It's Indiegogo. If you go to Indiegogo, and um, I think we've now, the website's name is uh, Paralyzed Dog Wins Indy. We have a paralyzed dog who can run as fast as the wind, and you can see that video on our indie site. Cool. And that's in, Indiegogo? Indiegogo. I-N-D-I-E, Go-Go. Like yeah. the Go-Go's. I, I think it's, there's no E in the middle of it. Indiegogo. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. They have it on here. Um, I-N-D-I-E, Go-Go. Then I'm wrong. Maybe. It is. It has <laughs> or the marketing person is wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I would trust the marketing person. if I, yeah. Not always. <laughs> <laughs> so, but if you Google it, you'll find it there too. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But also, and, I wanted to find out. There's a link to it on our website too. Okay, cool. And that's uh, brighthaven.org. Correct. And then I wanted to ask you uh, also: was um, you do holistic healing there, and you have an education center? Um, so, and you're helping all these animals. You know, rather than being euthanized, you're actually helping them to survive years longer and being comfortable. Right. I mean, you know, we heard people saying to us. Uh, uh, come and think, oh, my cat uh, um, lived to the age of 12. That was pretty good. Well, you know, just to um, give a little bit of perspective for that, most of our animals, most certainly most of our cats, live well past 20. And we've got, uh, we had a cat who's dead now, but he was documented at 34 years old. His owner argued he was 36. Wow. But he came to us, and, uh, you know, we try and keep away as much as we can from regular drugs and use homeopathy and natural diet 
and they live in the house with us, so they experience love and family life all the time. So that balance seems to make them want to hang around for a long time. We make sure that they're always comfortable, they're not in pain, and that, you know, they, they, uh, when they pass, when it comes time for them to pass, they pass in a very painless way. We're not vets. I would like to point out, if I can, we're not vets. We, Brighthaven does have a supervising vet, a qualified DVM, and we work with 20 vets all over the country and some vets in other countries as well. And each animal has its own vet that we consult with. You know, I like the Mahatma uh, uh, Gandhi actually said, uh, in a quote actually on your, again, press releases, um, the greatness of a nation and its moral progress can be judged by the way its animals are treated. And that's exactly. I mean, you know, if, if you can treat your animals with compassion, love, and kindness, then it says a lot for you as a nation and, as, and a lot for you as a person as well. Um, that's our belief, anyway. What is, what is animal Ricky? Animal Reiki is a form of energy healing. It's an old, I mean, it's thousands and thousands of years old. First um, started in Japan. And it's a way of creating a peaceful space um, around an animal or around a person. It's used a lot for people. And to give a space for, um, so healing can take place. Natural healing can take place. The body of a person or an animal has a tremendous power to heal itself. And it die. You know, most most illnesses um, get better on their own if given enough time. The trouble is, if it takes too long, then it can be detrimental. But Reiki produces a space and an and an atmosphere where healing can take place more quickly. We need some of that around here. Hey, were you laughing at me because I said animal Ricky? Yes. <laughs> I was thinking Lucy. I don't know. It's Reiki, right? Reiki. 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 Oh, I was wrong twice. <laughs> Right. Like when you you go out in your yard to Reiki. rake leaves, you're I did Reiki, that today. Reiki the leaves. So next time, next time I know it's not Reiki, and it's not Reiki, it's Reiki, Reiki, Reiki the <laughs> leaves. <laughs> See, we learn something every day. Well, Richard, I want to thank you for joining us here on the program and filling us in a little bit about Brighthaven, and hopefully that people can donate, even if it's a dollar. You're helping out the cause for these animals that are that are otherwise would be euthanized, and of course, Gail and Richard are taking care of them at Brighthaven. So. If yeah, you guys out there listening can help, it's very much appreciated. Yeah, a dollar gives an animal a meal, so don't ever be afraid of just giving a dollar. Thanks, Richard. And again, it's brighthaven.org. You can find out more information, make donations there. Their email is info at brighthaven.org. And again, your phone number, Richard? Is 707-578-4800. And I'd like to thank you for having me on and your appreciation for animals and all the animal lovers that are out there. It was a great pleasure. I hope we can help even with the dollar that comes in. So, um, and like you yeah. said, any dollar helps. So we wish you the best there at Brighthaven, and give our best to Gail. We will do. Thank Th- you very much indeed. Thanks for all the work that you do. Okay. Pleasure. That's Richard Pope, the Executive Director of Brighthaven Animal Sanctuary. Again, check it out at brighthaven.org. Info at brighthaven.org is the email, and their phone number is 707 707- Five seven eight forty eight hundred. What? I, I think I heard Ricky. Oh, okay. There's Lucy. What are you playing? An episode? I guess. I don't know. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Barry, sing us the theme song. I don't know the theme song. Is that it? I don't know. All right. 
we'll just let Lucy take us out. Or you no? Is that it? Yep, that's the end. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll say goodbye. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Right after these messages. Stay tuned. Dogs leave fur wherever they go. It collects all over the home. There are many tools designed to stop dog hair spreading, but their effectiveness varies, and afterwards you have to clean the tool, then the floor. With the Dyson Groom Tool, you simply deploy the bristles, then gently brush the coat. Loose fur is removed, while dead skin and allergens are captured by the vacuum. And to clean up, you simply release the trigger. To get this awesome Dyson Groom Tool, go to DysonDeals.com. That's DysonDeals.com. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Hi, this is Jody Miller-Young from Bark and Swagger. Tune in for everything pet fashion and more. From fashion tips and runway trends, products and designs I love, to fabulous home decor for your furry friend, you'll find it all here. Be the first to discover the new. So what are you waiting for? Find me on Pet Life Radio. And remember, when fierce fashion calls, bark and swagger. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet With this hour's Talking Pets news from the USA Today, here's your host, John Patch. Out of Lexington, Kentucky, more than 40 dead or dying ash trees will soon be uh, coming down in Lexington, where officials are in their fourth year of dealing with an infestation of the emerald ash borer. Now, city arborist John Saylor said taking down trees that show signs of damage is important because they can become brittle. Barry? In Orange Beach, Alabama, the city has dropped its shark warning and is letting people back in the water. The fire department said the latest aerial observations show only a few sharks in the water. Apparently, you can get in the water if there's a few, but not... (laughs) More than that, really? <laughs> I kind of think one shark can do enough damage. And especially if it's like a great white. I'm sure it can eat more than one. Oh, geez. In Bozeman, Montana, a federal judge has ruled that logging will be allowed along roads in part of the Gallatin National Forest scorched by wildfire. The Bozeman Daily Chronicle reported that U.S. District Judge Dana Christensen uh, in Missoula ruled last week that logging along 15 miles of roads won't harm endangered grizzly bears or lynx. In Anchorage, Alaska, it's the time of the year when moose are being born, and state biologists once again are reminding people not to touch the calves or to try to take them home as pets, (laughs) even if the animals seem to have been abandoned by their mothers. In most cases, mothers eventually return to their young. Well, Mama (laughs) Moose is not going to be happy if you're trying to take baby moose home as a pet. Mommy, can I have that moose as a pet? Now, how does a moose sound? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. Way to go, Lex. Wow. That was a night out in the bar. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow I could just see her. 
Oh, jeez. In Bismarck, North Dakota, the death of a person was attributed to hantavirus. A happy note. The state health department did not identify the adult victim or say where the person lived. Okay. In Longmount, Colorado, a woman who died after jumping into a Boulder County irrigation ditch to rescue a dog has been identified as Megan Davis, 31, of Longmount. Well, at least they identified her, but they wouldn't identify the hantavirus person. (laughs) (laughs) In Longmount? Longmount. I think that's how you say it. Is it Mount or Mont? I don't know. Mount, Mont, tomato. (laughs) You say tomato, I say vodka, okay? All right, Betty White. (laughs) <laughs> Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. Check us out at TalkingPets.com, and please join us on Facebook or Twitter. Give us a call at 844-287-2876. Remember, choice. don't touch baby mooses. Or take is it them. mooses or Me- is it moose? Meese. It's not meese. No, it's moose. <laughs> is it moose? It's yes, moose eye. it's moose. Moose eye. Moose eye. Moose, moose eye. eye. Yes. Don't touch baby moose eyes. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Me and my boyfriend have been doing that for everything. Pub lie. Bye-bye. 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 Multiple but babies. But don't touch the babies because mama's coming back. Moose are on the run right now. No, they're being born. Right. They're on the run right now. (laughs) (laughs) But Barry had previously done a story about little kids trying to take them home as pets. Those things get big. (laughs) Because, you know, every little boy or girl wants a A baby moose. (laughs) It's the latest trend. Who wouldn't want a moose? They're they're watching Frozen and they see the moose. Sven, they want a moose like Sven. Or actually, he's a reindeer. That's it. He's a reindeer, though. Oh, okay. You're wrong. I always wanted Rudolph. And I was sadly you disappointed. You just wanted that big red bulb on his nose. I was sadly disappointed <laughs> when I was a, a kid watching Rudolph, and then I actually saw my first reindeer, and its nose did not light up. <laughs> I was not a happy person, let me just tell you. You Talk know what's horrible? And this was like last year. You know what's horrible, though? It's <laughs> like when we were kids, and I'm throwing you into that box, uh, when we were kids, like... Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer happened once a year. So you were all excited. <gasps> it's Christmas time, so I'm going to watch Rudolph. Now it's on DVD. You can watch it every day. It just takes away the whole... But I don't. See, because I'm like, you know, Bobby likes Heat Miser, Snow Miser, that one. Bobby, and, our executive yeah. uh, producer? Yes. Likes the, that's the Year Without a Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And that's one of my favorites, too. And I have that one, but I refuse to watch it except on Christmas Eve. Why are we talking Christmas? I have no idea. Oh, you know why? Why? Because we're halfway there. Uh, How scary is that? John, it's like 300 degrees outside right now with 100% humidity, and you're talking Christmas? Not me. You brought it up. Well, we were talking about moose eye. Moose eye. (laughs) Although, wait, wait. wait. Lexi brought it up when she was talking reindeer. Yeah. And then you went to Rudolph. Okay, okay. Okay. Blame it on me. Fine. Okay. 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 That's all I'm saying. Whatever. All right, we're gone crazy. Give us a call, 844-287-2876. If you've got a medical question or a behavior question, pick up the phone and give us a call. We want to talk to you, of course, about your pets, and the lines are open. So pick that phone up and give us a call, 844-287-2876. So, Barry... I understand John. that you were just recently on a cruise. I was. You were cruising. I was. For a bruising yeah. <laughs> so, did did you eat a lot on the cruise? Oh yes. That's like, the best part about cruises. No, but food. you know, by the time the last day came, I was like, I'm done. I'm like, I don't want to look at food again. I don't want to see it. Just it's like get it everything now. It's all yeah, there. It's everywhere. And you can get cruises cheap now. Yeah. But they don't let you bring pets on cruises, though, do they? I don't think so. I didn't see any on there. So it's like you went to Belize and stuff like that. So it's not like you can find an animal and bring it home. 
No, they're very strict about what you bring back onto the ship. They check it all, don't they? Yep. I remember I was coming back with alcohol. Yeah, they, and they took it away from me. They do. Like, oh, you they can't take, take that. It. And they're like, well, you can have it back when we when we yes dock or whatever you call duty it. Duty free, you mean? Yes, it's you got to go duty. Free. Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you went yeah. duty already. Most of the ports he, have. Zach is duty free. Yeah. I got it. Zach okay. is so duty free. <laughs> 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 You're welcome, Lex. <laughs> oh, anyway, you know, <laughs> but on your on on the cruise though, how long were you gone? Seven days. Wow, that was a long one. Mm-hmm. That was real long. It was so nice though. Yeah. Yes. Hot? No, wasn't bad. No. Well, I mean, when you're on the the ship, you're moving constantly. Where'd you go? So Carnival. 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 Yep. And where'd you go? Like at- uh, Cozumel, um, Belize, Honduras, and Grand Cayman. Wow. That's pretty good. Yep. How much? The cruise itself was only like 800. That's pretty good. Yeah, and I a had week? a balcony. Yeah, I had a balcony. And you had a balcony yet? Yep. Wow. Went in style. My bar tab on I the other I was on the hand, bottom of the boat. My bar tab on the other hand was, Oh, yeah, you well, know. you're a drinker. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the scary part. You get well, on the you know, boat it's and it's like, easy. what am I going to do? Oh, drink. Well, it's so easy. You know, you get up in the morning, especially the, your days at sea, you know, you go to breakfast and all that. And then what do you do? You're going to go out and lay by the pool. So, and they're walking around and they're like, well, do you want to drink? And we're like, oh yeah, let's have some mimosas or Bloody Marys or all that stuff. And next thing you know, it's, you know, four o'clock and run drink number 35. I kind of want a Bloody Mary right now. Thanks for mentioning that, Barry. Hey, you're welcome. 35? <laughs> <laughs> but we'll have to talk a little bit more about your cruise and throughout the hours. And, um, but... I want to talk about the coolest. There was there was a report that came out about the coolest cities in America, like the coolest. Like I mean, cool as in not temperature wise, but cool as in this is a cool city. Like a yeah, <laughs> I cool city. I don't want to know. Like okay, what do you think the coolest city in America is based on pets and based on people and jobs and just friendliness and everything else? The coolest city. Oh, friendliness. Hmm. And it's like a top travel destination as well. San Francisco. That's friendly. I've been there. Yeah. Portland, Oregon. <laughs> what are you laughing for? Portland actually is uh, on the list. Um, Count it. Port- I'm going to go Port- for... Portland's, Portland's a beautiful city. Tampa, Florida. That's, <laughs> that's not... That's not even on the list. <laughs> what about St. Pete? Says Florida. a lot about us. Actually, um, the number... Lexi was right. The number one city... The coolest city in America is San Francisco. I saw her over over here before rooting through your papers. Uh-huh. Yeah, she win. cheated. What do you think the second one is? Um, is it West Coast? Oh, just give me a name. It's Tulsa, a big Oklahoma. It's a big one. Uh, Denver, Colorado. I don't know. It's New York City. Uh, really? That was actually my guess. I w- you know. I feel like those people aren't that. Friendly. I was just gonna say no offense to people in no. New York, but I mean, the, I have to. I have to admit, the last time I was. To up to New York, it was about a year after nine eleven, and everybody in there was like very nice. No, I mean I, so I, I don't lived know if in they New York. Just changed or what? I worked in New York and everything. I, I think Stop New Yorkers are great. Bad mouth. New I've York. never had a bad. Oh, I love New York. Yeah, New York is fantastic. Uh, San Francisco, I was there on business, um, and nice city, but um, actually, um, New York City. I, like I said, I, I worked there and all. I thought it was great. That's number two. Number three is Seattle. Really? Yeah. Number four is Chicago. I know a lot of people like Chicago. Chicago's got a lot of Polacks. I can say that. I'm Polish. And, and, <laughs> and the thing is, is that they have great Polish food, I heard. My niece, my niece went to Loyola there and graduated with her doctorate in psychology. And boy, does my family need her. But <laughs> Just you alone. I know a, I do. A paper there. In fact, I need to call her after the show. <laughs> I need to get some advice on something. I've already given you the advice. Yeah, you have. And so has Lexi. 
good advice, by the way. That's just an insider. Yeah. <laughs> but um, guess what number five is? Um, Nashville, Tennessee. I like that one. I like Nashville. Never been there, but I'm dying to go. Um, but it's not Nashville. Actually, Nash- Nashville didn't even make the list, which I'm surprised in the top ten. Huh. What do you think, Lexi? Number five? Um, A lot of partying going on in this city. New Orleans. There you go. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. That New was number Orleans. five. New Orleans. Um, Number six is Boston. Number seven is Honolulu. Who doesn't like Hawaii? Okay, yeah. Been there, done that. Got the t-shirt. Love it. When I was out, though, in Honolulu, one thing I noticed, cats everywhere. I literally, I'm not kidding. I was at this, like, I was there on this media tour thing, so they brought me out there, and so we were doing this dinner, and I don't remember where it was, but I just needed to get out. kitty kitty cats? Yeah, I I had to get out of the building, and I'm not kidding you. I walked out of the building, I walked into the, the back door, and I'm standing out there looking at everything. I'm just standing out, and there's an alleyway by myself. Mm-hmm. Everybody's inside. And I'm not kidding you. It was like a Stephen King film because I'm standing there up against the wall, and I'm just like thinking and stuff and how beautiful it was out here and everything. And in the alley. In the alley. And it was like the back alley or whatever, like towards the parking lot. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, it's like I'm standing there, and then one comes out from underneath the dumpster, and then two, and three, <laughs> and four. I thought they were going to eat me. By the time the night was over and I'm standing there for a couple of minutes, like literally there had to be, I'm not kidding, like 50 cats. I mean, I felt like tuna. Feral cats or were they like nice cats? Like were they like... Feral cats. Like were they... No, I mean, I didn't get get attacked, but they all just came out. And it was like, I mean, the whole time, it was like kind of fascinating, but then kind of scary. It was like, hmm, this is a lot of kitties. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, am I going to get killed here? Like the birds almost? Yeah, I felt like Tippy Hedren and the birds. Attack of the cat. Yeah. And then uh, that was Honolulu, number seven on the list. Number eight, Barry, is Portland. Portland or... or that was say... my guess. That yeah, was, but... yeah, Zach's guess. And then um, number nine, Washington, D.C., for the coolest cities in America. And number really? ten is Austin. Huh. Austin, Texas. Is this for me? <laughs> 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 All right, well, we'll take the Pussycat song out. Um, so those are your... Top 10 coolest cities in America. San Francisco, New York City, Seattle, Chicago, New Orleans, Boston, Honolulu, Portland, Washington, D.C., and Austin. So if you're on, going on vacation, it means if you go to those places, you're a cool person. So, And they got cool pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Siebel. I'm Lexi Lapp. And I'm Zach Buden. And this is Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. 
Hi, this is T.O.D. Anderson, and I'm the host of Get Positive Results on Pet Life Radio. We're going to talk about a variety of topics on canine behavior and training, all based on modern methods that are fun for you and your dog. We might be talking about other critters, too. So join us on Get Positive Results. We'll talk about common issues between you and your dog, answer your questions, discuss different activities you can do with your dog, and keep you posted on current canine news and products. All this on Get Positive Results on Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. R.I.P. Poppy, the world's oldest living cat, has passed away. With the Talking Pets News Brief, I'm Lexi Lapp. Just weeks after being officially named the world's oldest cat, by Guinness World Records, at the age of 24, Poppy the Kitty has gone to the great big cardboard box in the sky. It used to be a fancy expensive cat bed in the sky, but then the cat god discovered that all the angel kitties were only interested in the box it came in. Poppy was born in England in 1990 and was was with the West family since 1995. She lived through five British prime ministers, the rise and fall of boy bands, and the birth of the internet, and it survived by four other cats, a hamster, a rabbit, and her adoptive mother's two sons. Coincidentally, Poppy passed just two days before the world's oldest man, Alexander Imich, died at the age of 111. At the time of her being recognized as the oldest living cat, Poppy was described as the top cat of the house, and still quite festive. I don't think that was right. As for the second secret of her longevity, her owners simply guessed it came down to a good diet and lots of ex- exercise. R.I.P. Poppy, may your cat heaven be full of catnip, red lasers, and chase infinite cat trees to climb on. P.S. June is Adopt-A-Cat Month, so if you're looking for an adoptable kitty, check out Pet Finder to rescue your next best friend. Reporting from Talking Pets, I'm Lexi Lapp. Pussycat, where have you been? I mean, do you really think these cats, like, talk to each other like that? No, I think it's like, yo, man, <laughs> what'd you do last night? I'll get down. <laughs> I saw a mouse. I ate it. I just laid on the couch and licked myself. Because <laughs> I can. Because I can. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to come back with, like, Jennifer Lopez and iPoppy. <sighs> you got that one? Pull that one up. Um, Jennifer Lopez. That would have been like a good song to come back because the, the cat's name is Poppy, right? That is yes. Poppy. Hi, Poppy. Hi, Poppy. Um. Hi, Poppy. <laughs> you know, if you're going to go to a shelter like Poppy and you're going to adopt a cat, um, do you recommend a kitten or bring home an older cat? Kind of really depends on your lifestyle. You know, kittens require some work. I mean, cats in general are a little bit easier than dogs, but you know, kittens you got to kitten-proof your house because they're gonna get into electrical cords and you know any curtains, stuff like that. I remember Start tearing and shred- shredding. Yes, I remember coming home after work and finding the kitten on top of the curtains because <laughs> he nice. climbed. Oh, all the way up, yeah. all the way up, and then was meow. Well, I'm like, you got up there. You're getting down. Was his, was his name Poppy? No, that was Frederick. I found it. You found it? Uh, Frederick. Frederick. A little different than Poppy. Yeah, he was very, I don't know. He just had a demeanor about him. So he was Frederick. Frederick. Hi, Frederick. Yes. Oh, here's Jennifer. 
Let's hear Poppy. Is it clean? <laughs> <laughs> it's Jennifer Lopez. It's J Lo. Yeah. I, I, I think she's okay. I can get your gun off. Pull your trigger. Go and get your gun off on my time. All right, Zach. Don't worry. I have my finger on the on the hole. <laughs> finger on the trigger. <laughs> Don't worry. I like Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. I mean, she's not only great looking. She's forty some. I don't think she's had any work done. It's got to be good makeup. Though. I haven't had any work done yet either. You look good, <laughs> considering you're 65. <laughs> <laughs> if I was 65, that would make you what Shut about up. 80? Here you go. Here you go. This is it. Boring. <laughs> I like that's not the best song, but it went with the poppy, the kitty poppy. So uh, also too, when you're bringing a cat home, they say a dry diet's okay, but it is good to have a moist one in there, especially because cats. It is true, right? Cats need to drink water, and if they're not drinking water from a fountain, then they get it out of the moist food, correct? Yeah, they, that's usually where they'll get a lot of like uh, people who feed it cat wet cat food exclusively they used to tell us all the time they're like i never see them drinking any water or so on and so forth but usually they get all of their water from the food but yeah i mean dry feed my cat dry food exclusively she gets canned food as a treat every once in a while i can always tell if my cats are not drinking enough water and maybe it's because they're on a thyroid medication as well and that might have something to do with it maybe you would know um but the thing is that like it's petrified poop i mean it, it comes out like wood <laughs> Ew! I'm that, like, yeah, that I'm like, is, how did you pass that? That is a common in older cats as well. Really, constipation. Yeah, because they don't. They're constipated and they don't. Well, drink they don't. Water. Their their kidneys don't have. As they get a little bit older, their kidneys don't have the ability to kind of regulate their hydration. So they'll actually dehydrate, if you will. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, and that's the thing is that you know, he definitely needs to drink more water. But then what I'm doing is I'm actually, and Dr. Katie, an emergency vet, actually also said give them more moist food because they'll get more yeah, water content get, out of it. Yeah. So that's what you can't I've been doing. Say to, you can't tell a cat, okay, you need to drink, you know, right, eight glasses of water a day because they're just not going to do it. But yeah, that's one way that you can do it is by feeding them moist food, and that will increase their moisture into or their water intake but it's the weirdest thing when you look at it it's like wow i can like throw this at you and knock you out <laughs> <laughs> it just yeah it's just like you know you can't throw it at the fan because you probably knock <laughs> that over was the a fan. really grizzly sound but it's just like you know when it's moist it's moist but this is like like petrified I, like the first time i ever saw it i was like what the heck is that and how did they get that out of there first hour <laughs> and we're already talking about this poop yes but i mean true i mean and that's a good tip though because you know you want to give them more either one get them on more water if you can or two get them on more moist food so they get a water content out of it mm -hmm. so if you see petrified poop on your floor or in their litter box that's what's going on i mean always check out medically though right oh yeah so there always could be something going on there you got a cat right Lex? Yeah, his name is Mordecai. Mordecai? What's with these names? <laughs> Frederick Mordecai. Um, does your cat have petrified poop? No, but he has to eat um, prescription ID for gastrointestinal health, the dry food. Otherwise, he'll have really bad diarrhea. Oh, the other scale. Yeah, it's and he can't make it to the litter. It's really, really it's bad. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know if I'd rather have like diarrhea or constipation. Constipation. Diarrhea. Really? No, no, no. I've spent hours cleaning because he just he can't make it to the litter box. You want to hear a funny story? Yeah, diarrhea all over the place. You want to hear a funny story? 
You got about, you got thirty seconds. Okay. You know those Roomba, those automatic robot things? Yeah. Well like one of those? Yeah, a friend of know. mine had a really large dog, Great Dane, had diarrhea on the floor while the Roomba was you know, turned on and yeah, everywhere in the house. <sighs> Ew. Did we get new clothes music? Oh. Actually, I kind of like it. All right. <laughs> well, we're going to say goodbye for this hour of Talking Pets. Spay and to your pets and help control that pet population. Don't forget, if you're going to adopt a pet, go to your local animal shelter or your rescue group and adopt from there. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Sewell. Lexi Lapp. And I'm grossed out. <laughs> Thanks for joining us in this hour. And don't forget, check out TalkinPets.com. T-A-L-K-I-N Pets.com. And join us on Facebook and Twitter. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.